Welcome back. This is episode 20 of the Provenance Marketing Show. I'm your host, Ryan Jennings. If you're watching this on YouTube, click the subscribe button. If you're on the podcast, go to iTunes and make sure you hit subscribe. Then you're always going to get each of these episodes in your inbox every week so you know what products Kiwis are making. So let's get into a couple of the products that have been sent through to us. The reason we've got our first ones here are because we were doing some filming. Uh, Anna and I were back on the road with the Making It New Zealand series and we're out filming a company called Hansel's who are a manufacturer of a number of different lines of products you'll be highly familiar with even if you're not familiar with Hansel's because they're the contract manufacturer behind a number of brands. Now, while we're on our way back, we went to a company called Power World, and this is a company run by Kevin Topham, and amongst other things, they do, of course, power. And power is something of an icon in New Zealand. We are known for it. The power shell uh, creates this beautiful, luminous effect, which means it makes very attractive Souvenirs. These products from Power World are available not just in their Carter Town factory outlet, but are also available at Te Papa in Wellington, the Antarctic Centre in Christchurch, and is even exported to souvenir shops around the world, such as ones in the Grand Canyon, would you believe? The second one is a, a Takahe um, design there with the Takahe feathers, and the last one is Kakapo. Uh, each of these has a mother of pearl finish to it. So these aren't your ordinary coasters. Uh, mother of pearl is a, is a secretion from a mollusk, and that's what gives it this natural organic shine. This isn't a resin product, uh, but well worth having a look. We'll put in the copy how you can win those. What I like about what Kevin's doing is they're shifting towards what consumers are starting to want. So. Do you remember those resin souvenirs that you could get? There would be um, paperweights, or you would see things made out of like a glass-like substance. That was actually a fiberglass resin. It's quite toxic uh, to manufacture. They're going to move away from that. They're moving to more sustainable sources. And on top of that, their whole factory, would you believe, runs on solar panels. Next up on the show uh, is actually I was on a show. So last week, I was invited on the AM show to talk about New Zealand Made with Duncan Garner, uh, Mark and Amanda, and they were running a poll. The answer was 72% of you are looking for New Zealand Made products. If you're a business owner and you're making stuff in New Zealand, that's 72% of your potential audience that if you put the New Zealand Made logo on what you do, then consumers are going to start wanting to buy those products versus ones that don't have it on there or ones that are imported. We didn't have a lot of time to cover the bigger issues. I really just touched on what New Zealand made means in terms of the larger context of where manufacturing is going in New Zealand. So on my own show, we've got a bit more time. Some of the macro trends and one of them is consumers are educated on what they want to buy. We can research what a product does and who makes it and whether it's good or not for the environment, whether it's going to perform the way we want to when we get it home. The ratchet keeps going up on what us consumers want and the businesses that are going to win in the long term are those that respond to consumer demand. One of those big trends is what are you doing as a business 
to be sustainable? How are you reducing your waste? How are you treating your workers? And by and large in New Zealand, we have great answers for that because we're manufacturing here under New Zealand law and there is great regulation around businesses. And so my challenge for businesses and manufacturers are if you're not looking beyond quality of your product, you may be missing out by someone who's telling a better story. There's no point telling a great story about how 100% New Zealand pure we are here if you're not living it within your own organization as a business. And for consumers, challenge those businesses. You know, ask them on their social news feeds, you know, what are you doing? Last up on the show is The Hemp Store. This is a company that many will know has been around since the late 1990s on Karlanga Happy Road in Auckland. They sell a number of products in the hemp range, hemp clothing for example. Now, with some changes in the law, we're seeing products that, like this one here, the Kiwi Canna range, us as consumers, we can now purchase this. Why is that interesting? Well, hemp hearts is something that you can blend together and make uh, hemp butter or hemp milk. And it's a healthy alternative with a very high level of protein to dairy product. Same with the, just pick this one up here, the hemp protein powder. If you look at the amount of protein on there, I mean, look at that, Anna, there's, out of the per 100 grams, there's 44.7 grams of protein. So almost 50%. If you're a bodybuilder or need a high protein diet, hemp protein is definitely something to look at. What's great about Kiwi Canna and what Chris has created is it's 100% New Zealand grown and has to be to have this label. You're gonna be seeing more of these in supermarkets because part of the country of origin labeling act means that single component products that are grown here need to contain something to say what the country of origin is. Our New Zealand grown logo is compliant. If we've had time, I think we're gonna cut in an old retro ad around farm baked cookies. Mark, yeah. depart from home, mate. Ah, oh, thanks, Mr. Robert. Okay. My dearest Mark, we've all missed you while you've been at camp, so I've sent you some farm baked cookies to eat on your journey home. I know they're your favourite. Your nana says they're just like she used to make. So make sure you share them around. See you soon, darling. Made the traditional way, with the finest quality ingredients, there's always plenty to share in the original big farm-baked bag. Arnott's Farm Bake, the taste of home. Let us know in the comments whether you recognise this ad or not. Uh, and we should probably do a few more of these, actually, I'm thinking. Uh, a few more of the nostalgia ads. That's it for this part of the show. Now on to the Q&A. Hi, Ryan. I hand make all my products in NZ but most of my ingredients are produced abroad. Am I allowed to ask for the NZ Made logo? You can ask us. Uh, our answer of whether you will be approved or not will depend on what those ingredients are. So if the ingredients are fabric and you're importing the fabric, but you do some more processing to it here by cutting it and sewing it together and creating clothes, then yeah, we'll approve your license. If, on the other hand, you're importing some raw materials and all you're doing to that product once the individual ingredients arrive here is mixing it together and pouring it in a pot and putting a label on it, 
we're probably going to say no. So there's no cut or dry answer, but do make an application and we do assist them based on our eligibility rules that are on buynz.org.nz. Can you email me our invoice, please? Yep, we can email you your invoice. So we send out invoices once a year, July the 1st. Everyone gets the invoice, the same time, date. It goes out to all 1,200 or so businesses. Payment gets made by August the 20th, so 55 days later, although if you pay early, you get your certificate early. A uh, little trick, email info at buynz.org.nz and usually you'll get a reply within a few hours. Hey, how do we go about getting the NZ Made Kiwi? So how do you go about getting the NZ Made Kiwi? Three things. What's the product you're making? You know, think about what the actual product is and how you manufacture it. Secondly, go on to buynz.org.nz, look at the eligibility rules. Do you think you're likely to qualify? If you are, step three, go to make an application. You don't have to pay to make an application. That will then put you in the queue, and it's usually quite a few deep, so the earlier you do it, the earlier you'll get an assessment, either approved or rejected. Or if we need more information, we might give you a call or ask you for more information by email. Today's been a little bit longer, uh, which is going to be harder for Hugo to edit. So Hugo, if you're watching, which you will be because you're editing this, uh, thanks very much everyone for watching and we'll see you next week on episode 21.